Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. That was an awesome little intro there. There was like a little bit of chariots of fire in there. Like I was getting pumped up as we were hearing all of the audio from what was one of the best sports weekends I can remember in a long time. I'm probably a little bit biased because I'm from outside Philadelphia and the Phillies took care of the Braves. The Eagles are still undefeated. But all the way around, I mean, unbelievable college football, Utah and Tennessee, which we'll get into. And the baseball, baseball's wild, man. I mean, the best teams are gone. The Dodgers aren't in the playoffs anymore. It's absolutely wild. Ross Tucker in on a Monday for Dan. I probably do this, I don't know, every few months. I get a chance to fill in for Dan with the Danettes. I think most of you know by now, former NFL offensive lineman. Five teams, seven years. I got a bunch of different media gigs now, a bunch of different podcasts, and I'm a frequent guest with Dan on Mondays, actually, which is why I love being in here today. This is the first time in a while, though, that I've been, like, nervous to fill in for Dan because after I tweeted last night at Ross Tucker NFL that I was filling in for Dan – I would say half the responses I got were, don't touch anything, don't move anything, dude, don't touch anything. Now you guys have me like all in my head because I like to have like my own laptop when I'm here, right? Because I have notes. So I moved like Dan's keyboard. I'll put it back when I leave. It's funny because the first couple times I came in to fill in for Dan, you guys would tell me like, hey, don't move anything. And I thought like Dan will get upset. I thought you guys were joking. You were totally serious. Like, he really is like that. 100%. It, it is not even close to a joke. Like, we're trying to do you a favor. Yeah. And you're like a bull. You know, you're the, you're like 6'4", 240, right? 252, yeah. 6'4", yeah. and 5'8", 252. Nice. Just, just around it. But you can knock stuff over just with your presence. Yes, he. It's, it's totally, like, self-serving, too. 
because it's not that we don't necessarily want Dan to be like he's going to come in and be upset. It's that we don't want to deal with him being upset over like, <laughs> oh, crap, that coffee mug up there was moved an inch to the left. And now he's going to obsess over it all day. It's going to ruin our Monday or Tuesday or whenever he's back. You know what I mean? Well, I don't want to do something that causes me to not be invited back. You guys invite <laughs> me all the time. So. I know you like what I say, I guess, or <laughs> on the show. Pretty sure you wouldn't invite me back, but I, I guess I don't want to move anything. I, I will say this. I think I feel like the last few times I was in for Dan, it was like May. And I don't know, maybe we talked to NFL draft or something. This is wild. I can't remember the last time I was in for Dan, like in October. It's Sometimes when you're on the air, you have to figure out, okay, what what are the topics today? This is one where it's like, what don't we talk about? What what are the biggest topics? And I'm going to throw a little curveball. Get it? Oh, I'm going to throw a little curveball and start by talking baseball. You know why? I am now convinced that there is no sport where there's a bigger difference between regular season and playoffs as baseball. It's not even close. You can't get me to watch a regular season baseball game on TV because it's like baseball is hilarious during regular season. They win, and they're like, yeah, we won. Play again tomorrow. They lose. It's like, yeah, we lost. We'll get it, we'll get it tomorrow. I mean, baseball. I, I can No, I can go to a baseball game. I actually went to a Guardian baseball game in August. It was amazing. I had four brats, six beers midway through the second inning. I totally get why people go to baseball. In in my mind, honestly, I was I was with the Eagles because it was during the the preseason games, and they were they were going to play the the Browns. I didn't care if there were eight year olds on the field. It was a beautiful Friday night in downtown Cleveland. I'm drinking, I'm eating. It was amazing. But these playoff games, because I'm a, I'm a Phillies fan, right? At heart, every pitch is so intense. It is amazing. The crowd is going nuts. So I, you know, I, we know that they amp it up in terms of the intensity in like playoff hockey, right? NFL, they they increase the speed, right? They're flying around. NBA, it's like they're playing harder defense in the playoffs. I am telling you right now, I think regular season baseball and playoff baseball are like two different sports. And if people think that I'm wrong, or if you agree with me, I want to hear from you. 877-3DP-SHOW. You can email us, dp at danpatrick.com. You can always email me directly over at rostucker.com. You can go to danpatrick.com, shout out chat row. You can hit us up on Twitter. The show is at DP Show. I am at Ross Tucker NFL. What does Dan always say? I want to welcome in our television audience on Peacock. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, all of the affiliates, I think last time I checked, it was 3,428 Fox Sports <laughs> Radio affiliates. And I love my peeps that listen later via podcast and will tweet me at 10 o'clock at night, you're totally right about baseball, bro. Totally right about playoff baseball. Because in their mind, they're listening to it live. I love it. I got a bunch of podcasts myself, you guys ever miss me, including the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. But the thing that's interesting to me about baseball, not only the intensity difference, okay, but there's people I know that are really into baseball that are really starting to complain about the playoff format. Shorter series? I mean, the Mets 
won 100 games, and they're out in a three-game series. The Dodgers, like, so the Dodgers own the Padres, except for this most recent series. The Brave, I'm a Phillies fan. The Braves own the Phillies, except for this playoff series. I think you can make an argument. Now, I will tell you, I think it's better that way because I like the uncertainty. But there's got to be people out there that are thinking, this isn't right. We need to have seven-game series. The Padres aren't better than the Dodgers. The Phillies aren't better than the Braves. I like it because I like that once you get to the October, anything can happen, right? Do you guys all like it, or is there someone that would argue it's not the best way to determine? I feel like out of all the sports, the sport where the best team wins it most often is the NBA. NBA, the best team wins it, seven-game series, whatever. Second, I think it. I, second might be the NFL. The best team wins at the NFL a decent amount. I don't know. I mean, it, it feels like the team that deserves to win it wins a decent amount in the NFL. Hockey, like, there's no telling what happens. Hockey is whatever. And baseball, I mean, I don't know, maybe baseball – We'll see what happens with the Yankees and the Guardians tonight. Seton. Baseball is so strange because you can win 111 games and it means nothing. <laughs> yeah. You can, well, I mean, then why? Well, did, no, they, it, it got them a whole series. They didn't even have to play in the first round. Okay, but so then. So it's like, it's like they won a whole series. Yeah, but it's still like you, okay, so you won 111 games. Yeah, but can you beat this next team four times? And then can you beat this next team or what? You know what I mean? Like you still have to, you the, the ultimately the 111 games or if you win 100 games, you win 99 games, it still doesn't really mean anything. You know what's wild too about baseball? It might be the only sport, that first game, like Dodgers-Padres, that first game Braves-Phillies, the Braves look like they hadn't played baseball in a month. It's, all, it's, it's almost like these guys are so used to their routine and playing every day that it's almost an advantage for the wild card team, at least in that first game in the divisional series. Paulie? During the regular season, the Dodgers and Padres weren't even close. The Dodgers had outscored their opponents by 334 runs. That's top five all time, going back like 130 <laughs> years. The Padres outscored their opponents by 45 runs. They were an above-average team. They didn't have Tatis, their, their big guy. And same with the, the, the Braves. I mean, the Braves, uh, 101 wins. But it's better than when they had that one-game playoff where you could win 98 and be out in three hours. Yes. But the Dodgers had one horrible inning the other night. They gave up five runs when they had it. Well, listen, I want to hear from you guys in terms of your best and worst because there will be a lot for sure. I know, Fritzy, you wanted to say something. The season would go on way too long and pitchers would throw their arms at, but wild card best of five and then everything else best of seven, I would like to see that just to weed out who, who really are the best teams, but then would go into like mid-late November. Or Here's my recommendation to baseball, okay? Start the week after the Super Bowl and before the NFL regular season starts. <laughs> do about 100 regular season games. And then go right into the playoff. Here's a question for you guys, and I want the listeners to chime in on this as well. Hit me up at Ross Tucker NFL or 877-3DP-SHOW. I, like, know what the Phillies' record is. I kind of follow them, but I don't watch them at all in the regular season. And they get to the playoffs. I have been glued to every inning. I text and talk to my buddies like I'm the biggest Phillies fan ever now. I'm like agonizing over every pitch. Am I a bandwagon fan 
Or is it acceptable when you're 43, your main job is football, you have two kids? Like, you know what I am? I am the type of fan that when I was 10 years old and I loved Mike Schmidt and Von Hayes, okay, I'm the type of fan that I hated. You know, I the people that are diehard all year, they're diehard. Like, the Phillies hadn't made the playoffs since 2011. You have to have a lot of time available to be a hardcore baseball fan, to watch 160. Right, so am I a bandwagon jumper? No, you or are a, am I total, is it totally acceptable what I'm doing? You are a Phillies fan. You are not a hardcore supporter of the Phillies. Right. A day-to-day, watch call-ins, listen to sports radio, grind out every win or loss. No, that, definitely that's a, not. That's a different I'm the same with Sixers and Flyers. I couldn't even tell you five Flyers. If the Flyers get in the Stanley Cup playoffs, you'll think I'm like Mr. Hockey <laughs> if they get that far. I think that's normal, right? I think that's natural. I will say this, though. It's not like that, college football. College football, people are in it all year. That scene after Alabama-Tennessee, which I think that's got to be the college football game of the year so far, right, easily? Oh, no doubt. Game day's there. Peyton Manning's the picker, uh, undefeated for the first time. Tennessee had such a drought against Bama. Everything, Every storyline was in place, and the game outdid the storyline. You know what's interesting, too, about college football? I don't know what, you know, Tennessee might not end up winning the national championship or anything. Obviously, there's a lot to play. they got to play Georgia. But more so than, like, any professional sport, that Tennessee win will live on forever. Like, they could finish the year 8-4, and four, right? And 20 years from now, Hendon Hooker will be at a bar in Knoxville the night before a home game, and people will still be hugging him and dapping him up and getting his autograph and doing a shot with him or chugging a beer and being like, that was that was the greatest night of my life, man. I was with the goalpost. We took it down to the river. And then my buddies and I went over here. Where I did four ice loose shots. And then this one girl, blah, 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 blah. And then this and then this. I mean, that like college football, more than any other sport, a one regular season game can live on forever. Marvin. Ask Johnny Manziel. Like, He's good at Texas A&M, but Jalen Hyatt and uh, Hooker, they won't have to pay for another meal, another beer. They weren't paying for him anyway, by the way, before this. <laughs> oh, very, I got to tell you guys. True. I got to tell you guys. So I do, I do college football for CBS, right? So I, do, I did the noon Colgate Army game at West Point, which, by the way. Let's go. Uh, Paulie, this, this Saturday Foliage. will be peak fall foliage. Yeah, good call by this you. This past Saturday was amazing. This Saturday, I'm going to tag you in my tweet. It will be. Is Army home this next Saturday? They are. I'm going against Louisiana Monroe. I'm in. Terry oh, Bowden. That's a battle. UL. It is. UL's pretty good. Let's go. So, I'm driving in the car to Connecticut to meet up with my buddy. All right, my fraternity brother from college. Two things that are interesting about this. Number one, I'm listening to the Tennessee broadcast. Local college football broadcasts are amazing. Like some of the advertisers, it's like pork. It's real. It's versatile. <laughs> like the, the Tennessee ones, it was Hendon Hooker. And Hendon Hooker was like, because now college kids can do that because NIL. Hendon Hooker was like, when I, need my, when I need my real estate in East Tennessee, I use Polly Pabst. It's like, wait a minute, Hendon, 
Uh, like, aren't you in the dorms or something? Like, you, you need real estate in eastern Tennessee? You're the quarterback of Tennessee, Marvin? These days, he might have real estate. The yeah. way things are going now with NIL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He might now. Here's the other thing, though, that's interesting about that. Okay? And obviously, there's an unbelievable amount of NFL stuff we're going to get into. Albert Breer will join us in about an hour from the MMQB.com. We'll have Rick Neuheisel at the start of the final hour from CBS Sports to talk college football. But I had an interesting situation that came up during the Tennessee-Alabama game that I want to get your thoughts on to see if I handled it the right way or if there would have been any other way to handle it. Unfortunately, my joy and zest for the upset and for Tennessee winning had to be muted. I'll explain why when we return it is 16 minutes past the hour. Ross Tucker in for Dan on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. 
Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Unbelievable weekend of sports. We haven't even gotten to the NFL yet. Are you kidding me? I, I mean... Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Cowboys, New York football, the Jets beat the Packers, the Giants beat the Ravens. I mean, there's a ton of NFL stuff that we're going to get into momentarily. Ross Tucker filling in for Dan here on a Monday edition of the Dan Patrick Show. I definitely, I feel like I don't do as good of a job as Dan does of getting to some of the callers. I definitely want to hear some of your best and worst of the weekend at 877-3DP-SHOW. Or you can hit me up on social media with them as well, at Ross Tucker NFL. I did get some reaction to whether or not I am a bandwagon fan. Patrick says, I say partial bandwagon fan. I think a baseball game on in the background in the summer is relaxing. And it's fun to stay in tune and still see moments, and especially going to games when you can. That might be the only sport I know of that people legitimately have it on as like background noise. Like my grandma. Like that. Yeah, it's it's they're not actually actively watching the sporting event. It's just like on in the background while they're like cleaning around. Yeah, my grandmother in Chicago uh used to listen to WGN radio and during the afternoons and listen to Cubs games as she was doing stuff in the kitchen. My grandfather would be in the living room watching the Cubs because they played a lot of afternoon games, but she would just have it on the radio and she'd have it like at Three, you know, like just just enough so you could hear the call, but she was doing other things. This, the dilemma I wanted to talk to you guys about quickly before we get to some of these NFL games that were amazing. So I do the Army game. I drive to Fairfield, Connecticut to my college fraternity brother's house. And as soon as I get there, he's like, yo, let's go. And because he and his wife, they, they were going to like a, this couple's dinner. And since I oh. was there, since I was there, it was oh, sorry, sorry. No, it was awesome actually. But it was like five couples. So I walk into this house, okay, of people I've never met before in my life, and it's just me and him and his wife, and then you know five other people. So you know the way I am. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hey, I'm raw. You know, like guys giving me a beer. Like this is amazing. We're watching the end of Tennessee, Alabama, okay, and my my fraternity brother is like stressing out i totally forgot that his dad was from alabama and that he's a diehard alabama fan so like the rest of us i mean when you watch an alabama football game you're either an alabama fan or you're rooting against them like there's nobody out there yeah there's nobody out it's like duke basketball right there's nobody out there in wisconsin that's just like I really kind of wanted Alabama to beat Tennessee. I was hoping that the, the Tide would actually win that one. No, you either root for Alabama or you want Alabama to lose. So I wanted Alabama to lose. I wanted to see. I wanted to see what we saw. 
I want to see the whole field be orange. I want to see college kids going crazy. I want to see field goal posts out. But he was like so stressed and so intense watching the game that I couldn't get that excited. So like if you when, were like when Tennessee won, I would have been if he wasn't there when Tennessee won, I'd have been like, yes, and like high five and the other dudes like that was awesome. But like he looked his face looked like he saw a ghost. Like 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 his dog died, and I was like, Yeah, bummer, man. That stinks. Like I didn't feel that way at all. You're being a good bro, though. You're checking your celebration. I, I get because I, I guess I don't really care that much, but I wanted to enjoy that moment. I was like three beers in. I wanted to go nuts. I want to be like, that was awesome. Alabama went down. Tennessee, yeah. But like looking at his, and I'm I'm visiting him, and um, not only am I visiting him, I'm with like his friends, so I have to just be like, oh bummer, man, yeah. Because he's also a Yankees fan. I'm like, well, at least the Yankees still play tonight. Like, like that's if I would have known that he was a Alabama fan, I probably wouldn't have texted him to hang out. <laughs> Seaton, because that's like a a respect for the dad thing, right? Yes. Like, you, like your buddy, if it was just you and your buddy, you probably would have been celebrating, right? No, because Seaton, if I told you how intense he was. He's a very intense guy anyway. Mm, that is a huge mistake you made. If then. I told you how intense he was, so so you know what I did the next 30 minutes? I was like, you know, man, it doesn't really matter. They're, they're going to go to the college football playoff anyway. Think about it, dude. They're still going to go to the SEC championship, and if they win that, they're going to go to the college football playoff. He's like, I know, but now there's like no margin for error. Now they have to win out. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it was awesome. You know, it's kind of refreshing to see, like, he's a successful finance guy, 45, got a great family, great wife, you know. It's just funny that, like, he cares that much. You know, what what, what else would be like in life where you care that much, Paulie? I, I would have I probably been the opposite. I would have been in the car on the way home from the party going, Rocky Top, Tennessee, <laughs> turning the radio down, just hammering it over and over. Oh, my gosh. Fritz, you were going to say something? I think you did the right thing, but what if you went to Tennessee? What if you were just a big Tennessee Oh, fan? no. Well, then, no. Then, then that's different. Are off at that point? Yeah. I mean, if I went to Tennessee, I wouldn't have been fraternity brothers with a guy from Princeton. But, that's true. But, yes, your your point is well taken. So, anyway, I think I handled it the way I had to handle it. Biggest takeaway from NFL yesterday. I want to go around the room, actually. Like, if you could only talk about one thing. From the NFL action yesterday, what is it? I'm going to start with you, Marvin. I'm going to go with the Jets handling the Packers on the road. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. I mean, that wasn't like a, oh, we won 17-14, to 14, a couple balls, you know, kind of went our way, a couple of calls. No, they handled business in Green Bay. And you know what's crazy if you're a Jets fan? Their young players are so good. Brees Hall is so good. Sauce Gardner is so good. Quinn and Williams was the best player on the field. Now, Zach Wilson still had a couple of throws that I couldn't believe, not in a good way, but they won. Wasn't I listening a couple weeks ago? See, didn't you joke like on the show a couple weeks ago, like, yeah, wait till uh, wait till the Packers lose the next two weeks to the New York teams? No, you know what one I had, though? Or I don't know who said that. Maybe it was me. It might have been somebody else. But I did have uh, Justin Tucker when he – held his arms up after this, after hitting a field goal two weeks ago, 
and you know, he like he was lead, the lead singer of Creed all of a sudden. Like, yes, <laughs> taking my greatness. I was like, buddy, you better chill because you're going to miss one one of these days. With arms bam, wide open. Bam. There you go. At his face, he was shocked that he missed that. It's like, dude, you just you begged the universe to push that. Still wasn't a fourth quarter overtime one, though. He still made 61 fourth quarter overtime. Not yet. Not yet. A lot of football left to be played. Fritzy? Tom Brady and the Bucks laying an egg to lowly Pittsburgh. I found that to be shocking on top of what happened with Aaron Rodgers and the uh, Packers at home against the Jets. And then you hear that he went to some party or a wedding and, you know, he kind of showed up late. He went to a surprise wedding. Who has a surprise wedding, by the way? When you're 80, every wedding, I think you get, every time you get married, it's a surprise, right? But they, but I was fairly shocked that he got married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, but, so was she because she's 24. What if you don't wear the right attire? Like a surprise wedding. Oh, oh! So like when you attend the event and then you find out there's a marriage. What if wedding. I wore? What if I wore like a jeans and a flannel shirt? Because <laughs> I think Kraft's inviting me to some party. He's like, uh, "Is that what you wore? I'm kind of getting married." What do you mean you're getting married? You just said Could I come to this party in New York. Think about, by the way, do you see all the people that were at that party? Like all the guys that used to play, like Seymour and stuff. But Brady was there, and then he missed Saturday's walkthrough. I got to tell you, I played with Tom in '05 and '06. And I love the guy, and I defend him, but that's a bad look, man. Like, to me, it's a bad look to be screaming at the offensive line when you skipped 11 days during training camp and you skipped a walkthrough the day before. Now, I know he's Tom Brady, and I know he can do it every once. I, I get all that. But the thing I've always said to people about Tom when they ask me about him, he's all in. It's all-encompassing. You can't say you're all-in if you don't go to the walkthrough on Saturday. Like, if you don't go to the walkthrough on Saturday because instead you're going to Kraft's party on a Friday night, like, you you can't say you're all-in. I think it's a bad look to yell at the lineman the way he did. I didn't leave my wife and kids for this! <laughs> Do you think, in an honest moment, you think there's a percentage of Tom that wishes he had stayed retired? Yes. 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 Wow, everybody said yes. All right. Mm. Paulie, what was your what was your notable of the weekend? I'm going to say the Giants beating the Ravens and Lamar Jackson doing as much to lose the game as he did to win it. He didn't have a good year last year, and he had a good September. But they're three and three, and if somehow he personally limps to the finish and has a like a B level year, how do you give someone who plays B level football two hundred million dollars? Oh, they will. I mean, they'll the, try the to full boat. Remember, no, it's not going to be fully guaranteed. I don't think they're going to. Do, they don't have to. Do it. They can franchise. That remember when? The, yeah, years. remember the Washington football team? They franchised Kirk Cousins a couple of times because they didn't want to commit. Yeah, that worked out pretty well for them. And I, I kind of Ravens are happy to commit, just not at the level Lamar wants them to commit. They, they offered him one hundred sixty million dollars, fully guaranteed, on a six year on a five year extension. And there, any chance though, they're also biding their time till they make a bigger decision about him. I, no, but they can take it year to year. If he's not going to accept what they're offering, they can take it year to year. I can't believe this, by the way. So I just went around all four of you guys, and not one of you said anything about the Bills-Chiefs game or even Cowboys-Eagles. Is this one of those things where you guys are like trying to be um, contrarians? Like, I'm not going to take the obvious one. I'm not going to take Bills-Chiefs. Why, was like, Bills-Chiefs being an awesome game surprising to you? Or no. like, Or was it like a... Like wow, that really stood out as like a of course. No, but it was no, but it was the most significant game of the day. 
It was it was the most entertaining game of the day. It was the most entertaining game of the day, but did ultimately does it really mean anything? Well, it means a lot if the Bills continue to hold serve and they host the AFC Championship game. Because I'm telling you right now, the Chiefs are not going to Buffalo and winning in the playoffs. I've called the mm. last three Bills playoff home games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, take the audio. You crushed it. Do the, do the Dave Roberts thing to me. So I'm just, I've done the last three Bills home playoff games on the radio. That place is bonkers. And by the way, last year, though, the Bills won in Kansas City. And then they donked off games against, like, the Jags or whatever. And as a result, they weren't able to, to get home field advantage. Home field, th- that's why yesterday matters. There is a big difference between playing at Arrowhead and playing in Buffalo. Big difference. Marvin? Well, you, you said biggest takeaway. And the thing was, we've been looking forward to this game all week. Same thing with the Eagles-Cowboys. So the biggest takeaway for me was the shock that the Jets just dominated at Green Bay. Right, right, right. So it wasn't one of those things. It wasn't like, like a big takeaway from the Bills-Chiefs game. Like, oh, the Bills and Chiefs were great. Bills and Chiefs is kind of what you thought it would okay. be. I think that's fair. And then, yes, Fritzy. And that it was in Green Bay, and they're 3-0 and on the road, which they haven't done like in a decade or something like that, which seems insane that the Jets would be 3-0 and on the road. Do you think Aaron Rodgers had, wishes he, he had decided to retire? Or found a way to keep Devontae Adams, which might not have been possible. You know, he looks, I will say this, Brady and Rogers look miserable out there. They look so unhappy. I mean, they look about as unhappy as you can look as being Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers starting quarterbacks, making over $40 million or whatever. <laughs> they don't look very happy. I'll say this about quarterbacks too. Is it crazy if I say that the Cowboys losing the way they did last night? And Cooper Rush throwing three picks was like the second best option for the Cowboys last night. I mean, the best options that the Cowboys win the game. But if they were gonna, if, if you were, if they were being honest, and if they're gonna lose, you're probably thinking, well, if we're gonna lose, how about like Cooper Rush plays bad, throws three picks, so there's no longer any debate or discussion around who should be the quarterback. I I agree with you on that one. Dallas ran for five point two yards a carry. They're kind of in the game. The three picks removed the Cooper rushes, inheriting anything at the quarterback position. And I think they learned a lot about Jalen Hurts with that read option stuff with Miles, uh, Michael Parsons. That, that was, was what, smart. Can you explain that kind of what the mentality is to not block the best player on the read option? What, are you, what the offense is trying to do? Yeah, so that's the player you're reading, right? So you look at the edge defender. If he closes down the line of scrimmage with the running back, you can pull the ball and take it out, as Hertz did a couple times. If he stays flat, shoulder square, and he's playing the quarterback, you give the ball to the running back, and he's going to be late to make the tackle. Now, he's going to be able to make the tackle, but it's going to have to be like a four- or five-yard gain. It's such a college-type play. It was invented oh, yeah. in college. I can't imagine, like, Ross, you played O-line. Imagine being the left tackle, and they say, as soon as the play happens, ignore Micah Parsons. Well, he's double. The, <laughs> I the left tackle is double teaming inside. But the thing is, like, Collinsworth did a good job pointing that out last night. But not every team has Jalen Hurts as their quarterback. Like, you can't do that with Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. It's not like there's, like, some secret formula now to be able to stop Micah Parsons by reading him. You better have a really athletic quarterback, Seton. 
But at some point, I would imagine, like Paul said, you being an offensive lineman, that goes against your instincts, right? Or, or is it more that just like, well, here's the play, I have my assignment, so you're only focused on that one thing, and the other part is irrelevant? Other parts are relevant. Because they actually run that play a decent – it's not like they just ran that play last night. They run the zone read a lot. Yeah. And what you're thinking of is they're going to hand it to the running back, and i got to have an awesome double team with the left guard – and knock the crap out of the D tackle up to the off the ball linebacker. Yeah. You're honestly, like, I don't even know. They probably didn't even tell the offensive lineman, hey, we're going to read Micah Parsons a lot to try to slow him down. Because what is interesting about it, he's the fastest player on the field. He, he legitimately is the fastest guy out there. How smart is it to make the first second of every play? He just has to be standing still. He just has to he just has to stay in there and watch and then make a decision. He you're 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 taking away his greatest asset, which is just how fast he is. So awesome. All right. So we gotta get to the uh play of the day. We need some poll questions. We need some bests and worst from people like Gus and Barry. What we got legends. Gus and Barry, oh. legends yeah. on the line today. <laughs> It's 39 minutes past the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis. And together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying flag on the play you've already talked about that but there's just so much more good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much more to get you can get unique stickers you could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes there's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with i was always a uh, battleship guy you know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a Battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a Battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a Battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, my God. The play. The play is called play. Of the day. Runner left side, got it! Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Hooker out of the shotgun. Gets the snap. Fakes, fires, quick slant, pass, touchdown, Tennessee. The quick slant, Jalen Hyatt has five touchdowns, five of them. The kick on the way, and that kick is knuckling toward the upright, and it's good. Just gets over the upright. Chase McGrath wins the game for Tennessee, and here they come, everybody sharing in the celebration. The student section mobbing the field. They're mobbing Chase McGrath. Joy and jubilation as the Tennessee Volunteers have beaten the Alabama Crimson Tide. Play of the day, courtesy of Learfield Sports, says yes, Hendon Hucker throws the game-tying touchdown to Jalen Hyatt. Hyatt's fifth touchdown reception of the game. And Tennessee obviously ended up hitting the game-winning field goal, which, Paul, you are really into. You're really into the kicker on the game-winning field goal. You brought it up now like four times to me this morning. Okay, so you that— You really want to talk about this. I do. That knuckleball by the Tennessee kicker, I wish I could remember his name. Would but... you not invite me back if I didn't bring this up? Possibly. Okay. Uh, he is— Graham. Is Something Mc, Graham. Chase McGrath? Yeah, same thing. Very WB kicker name. Um, when he goes—he can't hear anything because it's so loud in the stadium— he kind of starts his run up to kick. He kind of hitches himself. Like yeah, but he's, he's not supposed to hear anything anyway. I know. Whatever happened, he started like too early and then had to pause and then restarted his his wind up to kick. And it's a real little hitch, and it caused the knuckleball that made it by about a yard. But if so, you watch it, I so saw that's it in the interesting because I'm watching it again right now, and I don't know. I I haven't seen him kick other field goals. I don't know if that's just his normal routine or not. It could be. It could he be. He did normal. start a little early. Yeah. I mean, it could have almost been. Was he offside? Was he, it a full start? You can't move forward. Ooh. Oh, controversy. Dang. Controversy. Yo. He, I'm watching it on replay. He started to move <laughs> forward. 
before the ball was snapped. I want to clearly say, Tennessee fans, this is not me saying it. That is illegal very procedure. Clearly Paul just brought that. Alabama fans, I got your back. Whatever you need to do. He started to move forward before the ball was snapped ever so slightly. It was very casual. It gave like the appearance of it being a very casual kick. Like, I'm just going to walk up and kick this. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty relaxed. And I think it caused him to kind of restart himself and not get a clean swipe at the ball. So I still think, have we looked at it close like Zapruder filmed it? I still think somebody got a fingertip on it. You think that's why it was a knuckler? Yeah, I just think it messed I up. I think somebody got like a fingernail on it or something looking at it again. Could be. It was unbelievable, by the, the way. The defender for Alabama, he kind of circumvented the rules. He jumped over the guard, the inside of the guard, not the, the center, not the long snapper, which is legal. So here's my question. What's up with Alabama making all these mistakes? Like all these penalties late in the game? You got to run the clock out. Yes, you want to score if you're Alabama, but you also don't want to give Tennessee time to score. I want to hear what Saban had to say. He probably had, I mean, he better had something good to say about it after the game. It's a very disappointing loss. We didn't answer the bell today. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot of work to be done. Uh, Way too many penalties. Uh, Did too many things to help them. Gave up explosive plays. Had a major error on special teams that was totally unnecessary that led to a score on their part. Got to give them a lot of credit. They did a nice job with their offense based on what we were trying to do on defense, but uh, we didn't execute well enough. Got to give our players a lot of credit for you know, fighting back, getting back in the game after getting behind 21-7 and you know, having an opportunity to win you know, at the end. I thought Alabama was going to win. I don't know about you guys, but like late in the game, I thought Alabama, I just thought Bryce Young... I thought Tennessee's going to make the critical error here. Bryce Young is going to make the big play. I promise, by the way. Oh, what's our poll question? Do we have one? Yeah, I put up uh, what was the most surprising result or outcome yesterday in the NFL? What are the choices? Falcons over the Niners. Steelers beating the Bucks. Jets beating the Packers. Giants beating the Ravens. Ooh. Those are all like... Every time you see the scroll going by, it's like, I'm saying what? I, I would say Steelers Bucks. I, Steelers were the biggest underdog to win a game this year. Some of so us believe in Mitch. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky's like he's better in middle relief. He's better as a closer than yeah. he is as a starter. He's the in Jets. The, he's leg- in the wrong sport. The Jets legitimately beat Green Bay. Right. 27-10. They like legit beat them. It wasn't like, uh, oh, dang, that was a crazy turnover that cost somebody the game. They legit beat them. So I think I just saw this stat. might have been Field Yates. The Jets are 4-2. and two. They've been underdogs in every game. That is really hard to do. To be stat underdog. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Stop. You got one, Paul? Yeah, I know nobody watched this game. Falcons, people don't tune in nationally to the Falcons. The Falcons handled the 49ers 28-14. Mariota versus Garoppolo. It, it feels like everyone's like, oh, the Niners are back. They're good. They got this settled at quarterback. Their whole defense is hurt, though, man. Right, but the Atlanta Falcons were, odds-wise, by Vegas, supposed to be one of the bottom four teams in the league this year. Yeah. And they didn't add anybody. They have one player you know, Kyle Pitts, and a bunch of nobodies on that squad. And they've been in, what what are they, three and three? Arthur Smith, it's funny, because I I tweeted this yesterday, at Ross Tucker NFL. This is the 
most coach of the year candidates I can ever remember. Brian Dable, amazing. Robert Sala, incredible. Nick Sirianni, undefeated. Nobody was expecting the Eagles to be this good. Uh, Arthur Smith, for them to be three and three, Marvin. We're having a bunch of like major league moments, like the movie Major League, where they think, man, this team's going to be terrible. We're going to get the first pick, second pick. And this team, the teams are just saying, no, we're here to win. And these guys are pulling it off. I can't believe the Falcons have three wins already. Meanwhile, there's other teams like the Arizona Cardinals. They are brutal. I mean, they, they are legitimately hard to watch. I, go ahead, Paulie. They have a stat. I think the Arizona Cardinals average 5.2 points in the first half per game this season. 5.2. Well, they only scored nine in the whole game yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So that was below They do nothing in the first half. Let's get to Gus in L.A. I want to get at least one best or worst in at 877-3DP-SHOW. What's up, Gus? Well, Mr. Tucker, I wish our first conversation was not me bringing the worst of the year. Not the worst of the weekend. This was the worst of the year. This was the worst Dodger team in the history of the organization, and I've seen these boys win 62 games before. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. This is why I could care less about regular season statistics and what they mean and how hyped they are, everything like that. To go down one game win over your little brother, over a team that has never mattered since 1997 when they got swept against the Yankees, and this is how the best statistical record-wise team shows up in the playoffs? Are you kidding me? So what was your best of the weekend, Gus? (laughs) (laughs) That I woke up. I mean, I guess that would be the best of the weekend. You know, um, it's funny, Gus. Appreciate the call. That's exactly what we were just talking. I mean, Seton, that's what we're talking about, is that the Dodgers were that good, and it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter that their regular season was that impressive. By the way, I was so happy for Padres fans. They, They looked so happy in that game. There's been a lot of, like, breakout fans. We had a great weekend. For fans, the Tennessee fans, are you kidding me? The Philly fans, you know, the Phillies winning a series at home. They had their first home playoff baseball in 11 years. It was a great weekend for the fans. One hour in the books. We got two to go. Albert Breer talking a little controversy in New England. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The boundlessly capable all-electric EQS SUV from Mercedes-Benz with available transparent hood technology. So advanced, it can see through sheet metal. The vehicle's all-electric. The feeling is all-Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQS dash SUV.
Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.